Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Let's open our Bibles this morning to four scriptures. If you have a Bible, Isaiah chapter 1 and the 19th verse. Isaiah chapter 1 and the 19th verse. If you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. Amen. If you're willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. Amen. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Acts of the Apostles chapter 9, verses 5 to 6. And he said, Who are you, Lord? And the Lord said, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. It is hard for you to kick against the goats. So he, trembling and astonished, said, Lord, what do you want me to do? And the Lord said to him, Arise and go into the city, and you will be told what you must do. Amen. One more scripture. 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 13 and 14. One Therefore, thing. gird up the loins of your mind, be sober, and rest your hope fully upon the grace that is to be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. As obedient children, not confirming yourselves to the former lusts, as in your ignorance, but uh, yes. as he who called you is holy, you also be holy in all your conduct. Because it is written, be holy, for I am holy. Amen. Hallelujah. This morning I want to title the word, the grace to obey. Praise the Lord. How many of you want that grace? Amen. It says, wherefore, gird up the loins of your mind, be sober, and hope to the end for the grace that is to be brought unto you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. As obedient children, not fashioning yourselves according to the former lust in your ignorance. Grace to obey. 13th verse says, grace will be there till Jesus comes back a second time. And he said, till Jesus comes back a second time, you have to be obedient children. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The word God put into my heart to tell you is the grace to obey. Praise the Lord. There is a grace to receive, not because of what you have done, but what Jesus has done for on the cross. That is the root. Amen. When you speak about grace, grace is the unmerited favor of God whereby you receive from heaven. This morning also, whatever that you need to have, you can receive because of what Jesus has done. That is the root. R-O-O-T. The root. Amen. But there is a root. R-O-U-T-E. Once you have received grace, there is a root and that's obedience. Praise the Lord. If grace is the root, obedience is the root. Praise the Lord. So many people, they say they've received grace, but they don't take the root. That's why they don't see the blessing of God. Hallelujah. If you, hallelujah, praise God, receive grace, God will also give you the same grace to show you the root into your blessing. How many of you believe that this morning? Hallelujah. There is a root that's obedience. The grace empowers you. Take the root. The root of grace empowers you to take the root of obedience. Amen. Praise the Lord. Grace says you are blessed because of Jesus' death on the cross and the resurrection on the cross. Bible says you are already blessed with all the spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. It's a past tense. You are blessed. Grace says you are blessed. Say I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Say, I'm blessed. Grace says you are blessed. There is no question about it. But the one who is blessed, hallelujah, to see, hallelujah, the blessing of God manifested in its totality, praise the Lord, in its fullness, you need to take the root of obedience. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Blessings is free. One who received the blessing by grace cannot say, I will live my life the way I want it. You have to take the root of obedience. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Obedience is the test to see whether you absolutely trust in him. See Abraham. Bible says God blessed him. God chose him from a cursed land, a confusion. By grace he chose him. He was a man with faults, but still God chose him. Some of you are here with many faults, but God chose him. Kartava Ninde, Hallelujah, praise God. Prasnangalo, Pora Imagalo, Omnun Noka, the Kartava Ninde, Vilichu, Ada Kruba. Praise the Lord. That is the grace of God. God has chosen you. Amen. Glory to God. But the moment God said, I will bless you, I will multiply you. Hallelujah. He didn't say that. He said, get out of the country, get out of the kindred, get out of the father's house and show, I will show it a way that you didn't know before, but you have to walk through that path. And Hebrews 11 says, Abraham 
walked in a path. He left his country and he obeyed, not knowing where he was going. Praise the Lord. He said, by faith Abraham obeyed, not knowing where he was going. God could not give him all the details. How many of you will obey when there are no details? That is grace obedience. Praise the Lord. We obey when there are details. Lord, tell me where I'm going to marry. Which family will I choose? Will I get my uh, uh, spouse? Where is the place that I'm going to be buried? What are the things that are going to happen? If you give me details, I will obey. God said, I will give you the grace and then you obey. Praise the Lord. I will give you the grace. You obey and I will show you the details. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. When I came to the city of Bangalore in 97, I did not have any details. I never thought that I will get stuck here. Praise the Lord. But I obeyed. Praise the Lord. Because I obeyed, God opened the doors. When it was difficult for me to get an admission, praise God, my mark was not that great. Praise the Lord. But God opened up a door. Because when God has a purpose, your qualification is not important. What is important is the grace of God. He chose me. Praise the Lord. And I did not have the details. When I asked the details, God said, obey. Even now when I ask the details, God said, you obey. Some of you want the details, God said, obey. Ah, come on. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Somebody asked me, if I let go of an unbeliever boyfriend, will God give me a more handsome and more blessed husband? Which is who's a believer. I said, you obey first. Obey. A grace to obey as obedient children. Do not confirm yourself to the former lust which you did out of ignorance. Obey. Praise the Lord. When... Abraham in Hebrews chapter 11 and 8. Now let's read the scriptures this morning. That's why I have only one sermon. I want you to read the scriptures. Some of us are so used to looking at the transfer, you know, the board that we've forgotten even to bring our Bible. Praise God. By faith, Abraham obeyed. By faith, Abraham obeyed. When he was called to go out of the place to which he would afterwards receive as an inheritance. Afterward, receive as an inheritance. Afterward. But he obeyed. He didn't say, only if you give it to me now, I will... No, no, no. Afterwards. If you have obeyed, afterwards there is a reward. Afterwards there is an inheritance. Come on. Hallelujah. Praise God. If you have obeyed through waters of baptism, there is an inheritance later. Praise the Lord. Wherever you have obeyed, God will honor you. Praise the Lord. I know I will hear less amens. It will not intimidate me. God said this is a good message. Before I came here, God said this is a good message. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. God gave me Nehemiah 9 and the 20, uh, you know, uh, 20th verse and said, it's a good word. So I said, what, what is he trying to tell me? What, what, what is the scripture for me? You know, and just read it, you know, just to encourage me at least. Nehemiah 9.20. You also gave your good spirit ah. to, to instruct them ah. and did not withhold your mana from ah. their mouth. Yeah, good, good spirit to instruct. Every instruction is from the good spirit. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. If he is instructing you this morning, it's from the good Holy Spirit. Don't take it from Pastor Chaco. Take it as Pastor Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. God chose Abraham and he believed in God and God says, Hey, you have credited you as my righteousness. You believed in me. You believed in my grace. Righteousness for you. Free gift. You are righteous. From the day that God chose you, you received Jesus Christ, you believed in Him. God said, without doing a good thing, you are righteous. It's a free gift. Oh, come on. But that didn't stop there. God said, I will give you a route to obey. There is a route. Abraham had to leave Mesopotamia, the Ur of Chaldeans, and he had to take a route to the promised land. Come on. Praise the Lord. The route was grace, but then was a route. Mm. In the Old Testament, they teach us that only if you repent, God will bless you. In the New Testament, God said, my goodness will lead you to repentance. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. In the New Testament, God is revealing His goodness first. So that, hallelujah, you don't have to fear to obey Him. You don't have to fear to repent. You don't have to fear to change. It's a, hallelujah, good thing to do. It's a gift of God. It's a, it's a good thing, a good decision. That when you say that, I'm going to repent and I'm going to obey. Praise the Lord. How many of you want to make the decision of obedience? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The thing about obedience, Abraham is, he has fallen in that route many times. He has lied. He has kept quiet about his family life. He almost gave his daughter to sleep with Abimelech. I mean, his wife to sleep with Abimelech was a timid man. In that route, he has many times fallen. 
but he never changed the route. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. There might be times in your life that you can struggle, that you can fall. But my Bible says the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. Even though he, fall, he stumbled, he will not utterly fall. For God will uphold him by his right hand. When you take the route of obedience, there are times that you fall, that you stumble. But God will not allow you to fall. Oh, come on. How many of you here say, there are times that I've stumbled. In 2018 itself, Pastor, I've stumbled and I've fallen. I've almost fallen, but still I'm here. There's still something has lifted me up. It is the grace of God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I did not stand. He caused me to stand. I did not keep myself. He kept me. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. He did it. That's why a good man doesn't change his route. He said, I will still follow the route. I will rise up and I will obey. Praise the Lord. Look at David. In 1 Samuel 16, God anointed him, chose him out of nobody, gave him an address, gave him an anointing, said, I will made you king. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. The least of the father's house, I've chosen you. God is looking at somebody and said, you are least in your family. You are least in your culture. You are least in your society. Don't be, hallelujah, underestimate yourself. Don't put yourself down. God has chosen you by his grace. And I'm going to use you. If you would believe, I can use you. God is saying, receive it now. Blessed be the name of the law. You might be a nobody, but I've chosen the foolish of the world to shame the wise. If you're foolish of the world, you can put your name and your number into the address of heaven. God will use you. Hallelujah. Mm. David, God chose. But then God gave him a route. Sometimes we think the route that God gives to you, he gives you directly. But God used his own father and said, take the bread and give it to your brothers. Sometimes when you hear from your father, you think that is not God. Sometimes God can use your father to speak to you. God, God can use every authority figure, your pastor to speak to you. If you are a person who is waiting to hear from directly from God, chances are that you will never reach your destiny. How many chances there, pastor? 100% chance. Praise. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Amen. When David's father spoke to him, he knew God was giving him a route to his destiny. He immediately obeyed. It might be your earthly dad, your earthly mom. It might be your pastor. Whoever tells you, hallelujah, praise God. God thinks, hallelujah, be immediately there to obey it. He would have never become the king if he was not able to obey it. He would have never reached his destiny. He would have lost his opportunity to become. He became a king on a day. He was celebrated on his day. His ministry was revealed on a single day. Let me tell you, when you obey, hallelujah, when you receive that grace to obey, things will be revealed on a single day. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah, praise the Lord. Hallelujah, glory. Your marriage will be revealed. Your breakthroughs will be revealed. Your victories will be revealed. Everything hidden will be revealed on one day when you are willing to obey Him. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. That's why every authority figure God has placed you. It might be your husband. But if He tells you something, Obey it. When grace is maximum, obedience cannot be minimum. When grace is maximum, obedience also will be maximum. Oh, come on church. Glory to God. Everybody thinks that the moment you receive grace, your obedience becomes minimal. I know it's not the scripture. When you see Paul, hallelujah, man, hallelujah, met Jesus on the way. He said, I'm what I am by the grace of God. But the grace came upon him. He became, his obedience becomes, hallelujah, stotram, maximum. He said, the grace was so much that also I'm of the least of the apostles. God has used me more. Come on. Come on, church. Hallelujah. How many of you here, you might be least person sitting here, but when the grace of God comes, 
you will do more you will see more praise the lord you will run for jesus more come on come on come on the lord is telling somebody this is the year for more hallelujah you are going to minister like never before you are going to serve like never before you are going to run for jesus like never before you are going to witness for jesus like never before you're going to win souls for jesus like never before hallelujah it is going to be maximum praise god hallelujah it is when you become disobedient or your obedience becomes nil you fall from grace is this a reason that you have fallen from grace if there is no obedience in your life it is one of the sign that you have fallen from grace i'm not saying that you're going to hell but you are moving in the opposite direction where the lord wants to take you praise the lord hallelujah it is like jonah turning his back on jesus going to tarshish instead of nineveh day by day you are moving out of god's protection oh come on church when you are disobedient day by day you are moving out of god's protection hallelujah glory to god amen why should i move out of god's protection when god's grace is so much there look at the person called king saul day by day he started i'm not speaking about a single moment of disobedience i'm not speaking about a moment where you struggle and you fall i'm saying a deliberate move into the opposite direction when god's grace is available when god's grace is there you are willfully turning your back praise the lord and when you are doing it on a daily basis praise the lord i'm not speaking about a single day i'm speaking about a daily basis hallelujah anybody who walks in the grace of god cannot be disobedient on a daily basis come on come on anybody who moves in the grace of god cannot be disobedient on a daily basis one day can happen the moment you are disobedient after pastor telling you after the word convicting you of the holy spirit speaking to you after the church hallelujah praise god praying for you and you are still disobedient it is the moment is a fact that day by day that you are falling from the grace of god and it is only a matter of time you are going to move out of the protection of god praise god no amen Pastor, you are praying for us. It's okay, Pastor. After all, Abraham prayed and God rescued Lot. Yep. I'll tell you about Lot in a few minutes' time. I just said that word. See, day by day, it started in 1 Samuel 13 and the 11th verse. When he became disobedient, he moved out of the route. He tried to de- do, do ministry and do things by his own, own self. He did not even submit to the man of God. He, he, he despised Samuel's words and he did his own ministry. And Samuel said, what is this? He said, oh, the fear of people forced myself to do it. Let me tell you, my brother, the fear of people is a snare. Let them not force you to disobey the commandment of God. Let them not force you to compromise. I was amazed when I read that. He said, the fear of people forced me to do it. That kind, that kind of forcing leave your life. That kind of stubborn forcing leave your life in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. He despised the small beginnings and later he forgot hallelujah praise god he forgot from where god called him he never remembered the goodness of god he never repented again the bible says he died on his own sword he fell on his own sword and died in 1 samuel 31 4 bible says he fell on his own sword and died there was a time when he was small in his own eyes and he said what a grace of god among all the tribes the least the benjamites and least of me oh what a grace that's all forgot about god's goodness and he fell on his own sword and died so many people ask what is this sword it is the sword of disobedience amen praise the lord don't think that this is to condemn you i'm setting you up for a huge season of breakthroughs praise the lord don't think that i'm condemning you don't think i'm putting you down praise the lord i'm setting you up for a season praise the lord of good reports a season of breakthroughs a season of miracles praise god Anybody receiving this word, you will enter into that season and you will see miracles coming without any difficulty, without any struggle. It will just step into your life with ease. Praise God. It was a sword of disobedience. When God spoke through Samuel, he did not heed it. God said to kill King Ag, kill the best of the sheep. When you go to the enemy territory, destroy everything. It was a, it was a command given to Saul, but he did not heed it. He kept the king hog. He kept the best of the sheep. And he said, I've done. I've obeyed God. So many of us are sitting like that. We have partially obeyed God. And we said we have fully obeyed God. Partial obedience is disobedience. Praise the Lord. Some of you are coming here. Praise God. You said, I've attended church. But God spoke to you. Come on time. Finish the service. And then go back home. I mean, if you don't do it, it's 
partial disobedience or partial obedience is full disobedience in front of God, not in front of me. I, 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 I wish I was in an African church with this message. They would say, bring it on, pastor, bring it on. Speak more, speak more. Praise God. Lord, turn the Petra church for one day to African spirit. Praise. I'm coming up from a week, almost three to three days of ministry, three days of work. I've not slept for three days. I'm coming in ministry. At least few amens is good for you and good for me. Praise God. At least my, you know, the AirAsia assistant manager of Cochin, sir, what, you know, looked at me and said, what happened to your voice? I said, I had a lot of meetings. Okay. He, he, he took my ticket and says, hey, you sit in the right in the front. He had that kind of mercy to me, at least the church. <laughs> See, he disobeyed. He did not kill King Ag. Later, the same descendant of the King Ag came and murdered him. What you don't kill by the Holy Spirit will kill you later. What? Oh, come on. Come on. Praise the Lord. There are things in your life the Spirit of God is empowering you to kill. But if you keep it later in your life, it will kill you. It will kill your family. It was the same descendant from the tribe of Ag that, hallelujah, came to attack Esther and an entire community. His name was Haman. Same tribe because of one disobedience. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. A giant was raised to kill and to wipe out an entire nation. If you don't kill certain, hallelujah, praise God, bondages in your family. If you're not obedient, your generations will have to fight it. Come on church, hallelujah. This morning I pray your eyes will be open and God will give you the grace to obey. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. David sang after Saul, well, how the mighty have fallen. When you disobey, even the mighty falls. Praise God, I've seen it my brother. I've seen it. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The mighty have fallen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Always remember, obedience is also for your own benefit. Praise the Lord. Not only that God sees that He trusts you, but it's also for your benefit that you will reach your destiny because of His disobedience. Hallelujah. Saul lost his kingdom. What could have been a celebrated king over Israel? He became the byword and the backsliding king of Israel. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. When you are under the grace of God, disobedience cycle has no power over your life. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. When you come under the grace of God, you cannot keep walking in the cycle of disobedience. Obey, disobey. Obey, disobey. No. Hallelujah. You will walk. It produces, hallelujah, obedience. Hallelujah. Grace of God produces holiness. Praise the Lord. Even when you struggle, hallelujah, praise God. Hallelujah. Even when you try to do things with your own strength and it is still limited, that small still voice of grace can give you the power to do what God has called you to do. The small still, a little grace is enough to revive you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. That is the power of God's grace. A little power, a little grace in time can revive you. Amen. I know this church may be people with little strength. Praise the Lord. That little grace... Is enough to revive you and hallelujah give you a destiny hallelujah small still voice if you recognize and say oh it is the voice of God I know my God is with me Elijah say I know my God is with me I had depression I had struggle I had disobedient cycles I sat on the juniper tree I did not want to listen to anyone I was angry I was bitter I was offended I thought I'm lonely I thought I was alone by that small still voice make me realize that I'm not alone God is with me and I'm going to fight the battle and I'm going to be victorious. Come on, church. Hallelujah. Amen. Small still voice. He took the root of obedience again. Look at the prodigal son when he came to himself. When he recognized the goodness of God and the grace of God, he got back to his root and went back to the father's house. He became obedient again. Praise the Lord. When you realize how good your daddy is, nobody has to push you. God Hallelujah. It's not going to force on you. He respects your free will. Look at somebody and say, He respects your free will. Amen. Hallelujah. God is not going to, Hallelujah, if you disregard and despise His voice, He's not going to force you, force you, force you, force you. Maybe somebody intercedes for you. There are more chances that will come your way. But He's not going to hold you by your throat and do, make you do something. He respects your free will. But when God's grace shows up, it's an obedient trust. 
It's an ease walking back. It's an ease lifestyle. Obedience will not be a difficult lifestyle. It is an easy lifestyle. The more you trust God, it's more easy to obey God. Hallelujah. I'm going to walk back. And hallelujah, grace shows up. Your obedience is out of love and not out of compulsion. Amen. He loved. When he understood how much father loves you, there's nothing else that need to motivate him. No pastor need to give him a call and say, where are you, brother? He says, he came to himself. Nobody has to tell you to obey God. Nobody has to tell you to come to church. Nobody has to tell you to get up in the morning and pray. Nobody has to tell you the very fact that my daddy loves me. My daddy was patient with me. My daddy, hallelujah, empowered me. My daddy saw me is enough to make that decision. Although I correct my son, I want him to make the decision out of love for me and not out of fear. Because I know out of fear, it will not continue. I want to love him so much that the obedience make him easier. Praise God. Hallelujah. Are you with me? See another man. I'm coming back to Lot now. <laughs> you had a question about Lot. I don't know whether you have read this scripture, but you'll be amazed. 2 Peter chapter 3 and the 7th verse. Anybody does not believe that, praise God, Bible is not true. You have to, praise God, give it up to the Holy Spirit. For taking a story out of the beginning of Old Testament and making it sense in New Testament. Amazing. 2 Peter 3 and the 7th verse. And delivered righteous Lot, who was oppressed with the filthy conduct of the wicked, for that righteous man dwelling among them. Praise God. 2 Peter 3 7, brother. 3 7. But the heavens and the earth. Oh, oh the righteous Lord, that same verse. For that righteous man dwelling among them tormented his righteous soul from day to day by seeing and hearing their lawless deeds. Amen. Which is a scripture? 2 7. I mean. 2 7, yeah. Praise God. 2 7, yeah. And delivered righteous Lord who was oppressed with the filthy conduct of the wicked. Amen. And he delivered the just Lord. Vexed with filthy conversation of the wicked. When you look through the Genesis 19 about the story of Lot, you will never see, you will never think this man wanted to get out of Sodom. You will never think that you man wanted to get out of Gomorrah. But here the passage of scripture is saying, he was oppressed by the filthy conduct of the wicked. He wanted to come out. Oh, come on church. That makes me realize when God said he was a righteous Lord, the grace of God was always there for him to come out the root was there but he did not choose the root praise the lord praise the lord he was righteous yes but he did not take the right root come on church come on church after abraham prayed for him god sent his angels to pull him out of sodom and gomorrah still he said hallelujah i don't want to take god's root i will go to something very small I will go to Zohar. I will not, I will go to the valley. I don't want to come to the mountain. Oh, come on church. How many of you are here? Hallelujah. Did not take the root of obedience, although the grace of God is so much available. I have believed and I know it's true that many a times he looked at his wife and his children and said, let's get out. You know how I know it? Because the final time when he said, let's get out, they thought he was joking. Because every time Lot's wife and children and son-in-law all decided to get out, every day he would say, let's get out. Let's get out. Let's obey the Lord. But morning happens, something happens. It's like coming to church. Tomorrow, pastor, I will be definitely be there. But something happens in the morning. How many of you here, something happens in Sunday mornings? If God's grace is there, it pulls you to God's house. Praise the Lord. Sunday morning barriers, I rebuke it out of your life. Sunday morning sicknesses, I rebuke it out of your life. Sunday morning stresses, Sunday morning depressions, Sunday morning moodiness, Sunday morning offense, Sunday morning misunderstandings, Sunday morning, something happens in Sunday morning. I rebuke it to leave your heart and life once and for all in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. See, even when he was our most unfaithful, God still sent his angels. That is called the angels of grace. Amen. Can you imagine when God loves you so much that he pulls you out not only because he loved Lot but he loved Abraham and he 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 believed in covenants because of his covenant with Abraham hallelujah praise God pulling hallelujah Lot out but when you understand the Bible it was God himself who gave the chance for Abraham to pray for Lot God loved Lot but still this man did not want to obey sometimes I think it's the story of church 
so much he loves so much he bless so much he gives namukku naranje 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 thannalum nammal anusarikkatilla so much god does for us yet a small step of obedience is so difficult for the church i pray that bondage shall be broken from our lives the chain be broken from our lives the spirit of disobedience and stubborn and hardness shall leave our lives and they produced two enemies that hurt israel badly amon and mobite parents when you don't disobey when you don't obey god you are going to raise up children that are going to be enemies of god and his house what can you impart two children were lost because of parents stubbornness to obey god if you are a parent after this message i will bowed my knees before the goodness of god and i said i'm sorry as a parent i'm sorry for fighting in the house i'm sorry for not receiving your word i'm sorry lord and i will give my life to jesus because otherwise you are going to raise an amon and you are going to raise a moab hallelujah in front of your eyes and before you think it will be too late you will be time for you to leave your body and to go home and before you leave you will be crying for raising up two bachelors in your life but today god sent his good word to take you out of that kind of spirit yeah 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 that kind of an ending your ending is going to be not like that you're going to raise up isaacs you're going to be raising up hallelujah praise god hallelujah josephs and benjamins hallelujah in your lifetime i call it out of your life in the name of jesus hallelujah what is this obedience this obedience is called the gospel obedience Romans chapter 6 and 16 to 18 Romans chapter 6 and 16 to 18 This is called the gospel obedience Do you not know that to whom you present yourself slaves to obey you are that one slaves whom you obey whether of sin to death or of obedience to righteousness but God be thanked that though you were slaves of sin yet you obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine to which you were delivered and having been set free from sin you became slaves of righteousness you obeyed this form of doctrine that set you free from sin it is speaking about your obedience to the gospel of jesus christ when you receive jesus christ as your only lord and savior when you hallelujah surrendered your life to the gospel of jesus christ when you turned and returned back to the lord god said that slavish spirit once and for all has left your life Come on you don't need to be slave to sin you don't need to be slave to anything because you are not under law but under grace Hallelujah this is not speaking about obedience leading to your righteousness it is speaking about obedience to the gospel that makes God to impute a righteousness unto you you're believing in the gospel praise the lord why did god give us this gospel because god can never bypass sin god can never ignore or bypass sin look at somebody and say god can never bypass sin so what did he do uh, you don't take me seriously if god could do it he would not have had to send jesus he could never bypass sin so what did he do he gave us the cross he gave us the cross through which a man can be believed he said here is my son beaten publicly hallelujah for you hallelujah shamed publicly praise the lord hallelujah he collapsed publicly so that i will be satisfied my judgment will be satisfied the judgment that you and i was supposed to carry he took it he was roasted hallelujah in fire of judgment of god and he said it is finished the judgment was god was satisfied on the cross of calvary and he said hallelujah while you were still my enemy i died for you hallelujah to reconcile you to the father now he is not my father alone he is my father and he is your father our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name he did that for what because romans 6:14 says why romans 6 and the 14th verse for sin shall not have dominion over you but you are not under law but under grace amen the law rules and regulations forcing people to obey could not help them out of sin it only made them more bondages more bound to sin so god said i will give my son i will give the grace of god to obey me oh come on church i will give them the power i will give them the strength to do what i'm telling them to do oh come on that is the cross that is your faith in the blood 
hallelujah never make an excuse i can't do it the moment you say i can't do it you are saying the cross is not effective when you say i can do all things through christ who strengthens me you are saying cross is effective cross is powerful praise the lord it's no longer about to force you it is driven by the love of cross god's cross it is the hallelujah driven by the grace that comes oozes out from the blood of jesus christ this is the last day that you will excuse yourself for not obeying god after this message it would be a shame hallelujah to praise the lord on the blood of jesus christ if you say oh i can't all that you can say i am weak lord but bible says let the weak say ah yeah 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 i am strong hallelujah let the weak say i am strong let the redeemed of the lord say that he has redeemed from the hand of the enemy i believe therefore i said hallelujah are you with me church because you are justified you obey you don't obey to be justified because you are justified by the blood you have the power to obey that is the good news of the cross of calvary you are so much loaded by grace that you walk according to the impressions of the spirit my bible put it this way all those who are led by the spirit are the sons of god you're led by the spirit not by the flesh you keep in step with the spirit you walk in the spirit these are the words used for obedience it's all by the spirit spirit goes first spirit leads you spirit speaks to you spirit is there with you 24 hours of the day ഒരു കാര്യം പോലും പരിശുദ്ധാത്മാവിനോട് ചോദിക്കാതെ നീ ചെയ്യേണ്ട കാര്യമില്ല ഹി ഇസ് ഇൻട്രസ്റ്റഡ് ഇൻ എവ്രിങ് ദാറ്റ് യു ഡൂ കം ഓൺ ചർച്ച് വിച്ച് കോസ് ടു ടേക്ക് വിച്ച് വോണ്ട് ടു മാരി ഇറ്റ്സ് ഓൾ ദർ ഹി വിൽ ടെൽ യു ഇറ്റ്സ് റിട്ടൺ ഇൻ ദിസ് വേൾഡ് ഇറ്റ്സ് റിട്ടൺ ഇൻ ദാറ്റ് വേൾഡ് ഹേ 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 ഐ വിൽ ഹെൽപ്പ് യു കം ഓൺ ലെറ്റ്സ് ഡു ഇറ്റ് ഐ എം യുവർ സീനിയർ പാർട്ട്നർ പോൾ യോങ്കി ചോ പുട്ട് ഇറ്റ് സേ ഐ എം ദ സീനിയർ പാർട്ട്നർ ബെനി ഹിൻ പുട്ട് ഇറ്റ് ദിസ് വേ ഹി ഗുഡ് മോർണിംഗ് ഹോളി സ്പിരിറ്റ് ഹാലലൂയ പ്രൈസ് ഗോഡ് ആമേൻ ഏബ്രഹാം വാസ് ഫുൾ ഓഫ് ഗ്രേസ് and obedience was his lifestyle jesus was full of grace and hebrews 8:5 says he learned to be obedient through his sufferings oh isn't it amazing every time he went through a struggle he did not complain about it he learned obedience out of it oh rampa rante ronto roba sanda rampe nete jesus full of grace was obedient till the end how god said i will put my laws into your hearts you can do it i will do it open your heart i will do it ah come on idhi kudle endu cheyan pattum enikku pattathilla naan cheythu tharam naan ninakku krupa tharam naan ninakku shakti tharam i can't do it i will do it open your heart i will fill it i will load you ah come on idhi kudle endu cheyan pattum kartavane praise the lord are you getting excited i've never gotten excited over a message than today what happens when i struggle 2 Corinthians chapter 10 verses 5 to 6 somebody said pastor i want to obey but i goes through this terrible struggles once i leave sunday monday to saturday is a struggle what to do 2 Corinthians 10 5 to 6 casting down arguments and every high ah it's an argument see it's an argument it's an argument the devil is saying you can't it's an argument say it's an argument the devil is a liar he's a liar he's a liar see he argues with you he argued with eve it's an argument Hey, I can't, I can't live with this uh, 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 wife of mine. You know, she's too stupid. It's an argument. Praise the Lord. If she argues, she'll say, you're a double fool. So it's all arguments. Uh, every <laughs> argument that uh, exalts itself. Uh, every high thing. It's a high thing. Say it's a high thing. The lie of the devil is a high thing. It makes you proud. It makes you think that you are better than God. Say, I'm not better than God. It's a high thing. Uh, yes, praise God. That exalts Ex- itself against what? the knowledge of the knowledge of god and what we do we do bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of christ and being ready to punish all disobedience when your obedience is complete so what happens when you go through us go through a, a season of struggle instead of looking and focusing on your arguments and what you are going through look at the obedience of christ oh come on what is obedience of christ romans 5 and the 19th verse What is obedience of Christ? For as by one man's disobedience many were made sinners, so also by one man's obedience many will be made righteous. Amen. So next time when you were struggle, you say, because Christ was obedient, I am the righteousness of God. Because of Christ was obedient, I can come out of this struggle. Because Christ paid the cross, I am accepted in the beloved. Because of Christ, I can overcome my sin. because of christ look to christ focus on christ 
declare no weapon that is formed against me shall prosper i will refute every tongue that accuses me come on the accusing spirit come say i am made right through the cross every high thing will come down ah come on every argument will come down yeah 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 praise god hallelujah the fire of god will burn this morning let every argument come down every high thought come down every accusation come down and may god vindicate you it doesn't finish there to corinthians 10:5 what is the next verse says once the argument comes down sixth verse it says and being ready to punish, the sixth verse and being ready to punish all disobedience ah. when your obedience is fulfilled then your obedience is fulfilled once you know you are the child of god just your obedience become complete come on church the grace of god empowers you to be obedient once the argument comes down you don't take another route you say i'm going to go in the route of jesus christ come on how many of you are understanding it is, is it flying over your head hallelujah every argument that saying i have to be sick bring it down look to jesus every argument that saying i have to be sinful bring it down praise the lord because of jesus christ every arguments have to be bitter no no he became bitter that you can be sweet bring it down once you bring it down you can forgive once you bring it down you can hallelujah accept praise the lord otherwise what happens if you don't bring it down one mistake that you did the devil will keep condemning you and you get into this hardened unbelieving type oh idonne enikku parnittullalla chakoje nammada karyangalokke chey buddhimutta ato our things are all little uh, difficult it, 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 issues are all difficult who are the people who saying it who does not know what jesus has done for them on the cross nothing is difficult nothing let me tell you young people peer pressure is not difficult you can overcome it through the grace of god come on hallelujah praise god let me tell you something more all those who are writing your exams if i knew this my exams would not have been so difficult praise god hallelujah stotra god will give you an understanding and grace to study hallelujah praise god arts and literature and science chemistry will not be a foreign language anymore praise the lord god is opening up an anointing for chemistry somebody god is telling you is blessing you hallelujah study chemistry <laughs> not only that chemistry even the chemistry in marriage will become easier pray all chemistry will become easier praise the lord chemistry in the church will become easier everything will become easier when you bring down every high thought ah come on when you bring down every argument when you grim down every failure bring it down bring it down bring it down who told you that you can prosper bring that light down you will prosper come on we have two kinds of people the one group of people only think there are spiritual blessings another group of people only think there are material blessings we cannot be on both extremes seek ye first the kingdom of god and all these things shall be added unto you we want both oh, come. oh i'm getting excited what is obedience he empowers your desire to do the right thing come. he empowers your desire to do the right thing he takes control of your desires because James 2 and 14 to us you can go home and read James 1 and 14 to us it says the sin enters through your desires hallelujah praise the lord even obedience grace of god too enters through your desire so that you will obey you will be given that desire to visit the parents who have hurt you devil will not tell you to visit your parents who have hurt you it's the holy spirit bringing a desire oh come on church desire to do something for your husband when you think that he least deserve it the devil will not tell you that it's a spirit of god oh god come on amen he puts the love while you least feel it i don't feel it pastor but something is telling me come on come on hallelujah it's a small test of obedience this morning some of you are away from a small test you pass the small test big blessings will open up come on Hallelujah. Next week we have baptism and said I've not baptized pastor desire to be baptized amongst pressure of my culture and family and hallelujah all the people that are against me my society and I know I don't know what is to publicly proclaim Jesus but a desire to go through the waters of baptism desire to take a public stand when you are alone in a crowd a desire praise the lord how many of you have desire desire to attend the church while you still have some inconvenience somebody's marriage somebody's function but the lord i want to put you first desire desire to come here first 
somebody said pastor next week i have an office meeting i said finish church yeah i'll do that because he had the desire obedience is so that god can trust you third thing about obedience is to know whether you will put him first isaiah 118 says if you're willing and obedient you will eat the fruit of the land willingness speak about putting god first how many of you say i will put you first lord i will bring the best tithe because i put you first that's the only reason god said i can bless him so much because he's matured enough to be a blessing i can take him into different levels of blessing because i can trust him with that praise the lord because he doesn't argue with me and i ask him to keep first he doesn't argue why why should i keep you first why why should i come to church it's not my brother in law's athra para kartavan eduth papa vachondirikkathe ullu if you trying to argue with god you'll say papa 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 nothing nothing more to argue hallelujah god said i can trust this person not only for spiritual decisions all decisions god can use you a mother telling you not to drink 12 glasses of coffee is god telling you also praise god when your wife telling you chako you need to exercise you are looking bulky and fat don't take it as an ego issue please go to the gym and exercise it's an ego issue god is speaking through your wife we indians think that god will never speak through our wives for malayalis listening to the wives is a cardinal sin they will go to hell they think all the wives are feeling happy but god said twice to the wives in the same tract as be submitted to your husbands now your smile is from this <laughs> See, he's a loving God. He makes both of us happy. Praise God. He says, children, submit to your parents, obey your parents. Then to the parents, he says, don't chumma irritate your children. See, he makes us everybody happy. Pastor telling you to work out. Don't think it is not from God. It is from God. Yesterday, I heard a news, a young boy, 36 years of age in Kuwait. No drugs, no drinks, nothing. Just out of stress, had a heart attack and he died. Just out of stress. No sleep, nothing. no workout so when a pastor tells you hey boy into workout na nyan workout cheyyatilla aha thrake chelavaru angane velo cheyan parna pinne cheyyatilla adu sukeda adond chelavarodokka mindatha nalladu mindi kaina cheyyatilla the moment you tell them to do something they will not do it's a, it is a spirit of disobedience <laughs> and i rebuke it <laughs> praise the lord praise the lord <laughs> praise the lord i'm so full of the spirit i don't need to scream i just laugh it gone See, look at Paul in Acts 16:7. God told him missionary journey. He is going to preach the gospel, and God said, "Don't go there." He immediately knew it was a spirit. He said, "Go, go don't go to Mysia. Go somewhere else." Hallelujah! But the spirit did not permit them. See, the Holy Spirit is 24/7 there, even to tell you spiritual, practical, where to go, which flight to take, if you allow Him. God told once Benny not to go to Africa, and all the crusades were ready. He did not go. That particular time. that plane my memory is not good but the plane got either crashed or some bomb was was blasted in that particular city and a prophet said it's good that you didn't went you didn't go because if you have gone you would have gone to heaven before your time it's good to be obedient it's good to be obedient it saves you from trouble look at somebody and say obedience saves you out of many troubles amen isn't it amazing when paul went back to this place in acts chapter 19 hallelujah The Bible says God did extraordinary miracles through Paul. Oh, come on. Because he obeyed God, next time when he, actually the Holy Spirit took him, he did extraordinary miracles through Paul. When you obey God, extraordinary things happen. Oh, come on. His anger chief brought deliverances. His anger chief was enough to cast out the devil. Oh, come on church. Come on church. Come on church. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Sometimes the spirit of God says, "Hey, don't have that relationship." it's not a good company it's bringing uneasiness how many of you felt uneasiness chelavarru kuda irikkumba agathu or uneasiness that is given to me by the holy spirit those people are not good for you the people are good but it's not good for you they carry negative seeds but pastor if i don't have friends like this what how, how will i live in a world like this god will give you better friends anointed friends he will give you a bad nego meshek and a shadak obedience is letting go of the wrong people Only if you let go of the wrong people, right people will show up. What is obedience? Obedience is taking the first step. He will not force you. He will see whether you are responding through your free will. Come on church. It only took few steps from the prodigal son for the father to run. Acceleration of God's blessing will come. 
when he sees the obedient steps coming out of you god will accelerate things in your life things will show up before it's time over your uh, yeah yeah what is obedience obedience is he giving you small test if he cannot entrust you with small things he can entrust you with much oh come on you think that you're not tested you coming to church here you worshiping the lord you shouting unto god you praising you responding to me and say amen to it it is all small test oh yeah yeah you don't know you know i i, I was the third son you know i'm a little pampered compared to all four three other two sisters you know so you know i have not learned i've not been to boarding so i've not consciously learned you know my parents were a little easy on me i've not consciously learned to you know it's not natural for me to put the uh, blanket you know fold the blanket and keep it nicely it's not or put the towel after bath you know and just throw somewhere and go i mean it's not natural for me i had to train myself it's a small thing but when the holy spirit reminded me you know again recently i impressed by the spirit started doing it every day consciously and eventually what i seen is a huge breakthrough happened praise <laughs> for folding a blanket so much of breakthrough praise come on church when you do <laughs> simple steps of obedience come on come on we'll bra ya ya come on church nothing like simple steps of obedience See, i never give a word without i experiencing it only talks that i've given without experiencing it it talks on marriage before i got married now i don't need a prepare on it praise <laughs> are you with me church see saul was given a small test he failed it otherwise he would have become the king over israel just kill the ark just kill the sheep small things he missed out you know what is a small test given in the bible he says do the work of an evangelist is a small test to the church for big revivals to happen namak ellar all of us want to become pastors all of us want to be evangelist all of us want to be in offices in church la aru irikkan kaanathilla everybody will be pastors everybody will be teachers we all want positions god said you start with the work of an evangelist and the work of an evangelist go there and evangelize people you don't need to be in a mic you don't need a stage you don't need to be ordained as a pastor any hallelujah believer can do it hallelujah let me see how you hallelujah do this test only then fruitfulness will happen through your life uh, peter's one gold he received from a fish's mouth your greatest blessing might be somebody's mouth you have to connect through the gospel oh, come on come on come on ivada pastor aayittu njan undu vera orale venda i will do the work of the pastor go and do the evangelism ഇഷ്ടപ്പെടുന്നില്ലാസ്റ്റ് in excellent in everything not only in ministry in everything excellent joyce mayer the woman of god while she used to shop in america they have a you know if you want to be america they have something called the shopping carts like something like uh, you know used in a uh, uh, grocery store like thing like something maybe similar to discount coupons coupons so there is a particular place after you use it you have to put it but most of the americans will drop it in the parking spot and go it will be uh, all thrown in the parking place but god will keep telling her be excellent in what you are doing but you know you know joyce message why should i do it everybody is throwing then one day a young boy looked at you know knowing that she is a woman of god said hey joyce you have to put it in where you know it is asked you to put you need to be excellent in that you need to be an example and it suddenly struck her you can't be like everybody because everybody is not going to where you are going praise the lord praise the lord you cannot blame everybody and say everybody is like this but everybody does not have a destination everybody does not carrying a prophecy everybody does not carrying a prof- promise like you everybody doesn't have a dream like you have praise the lord when you are mature like her god will entrust you with greater blessing whatever whether it's a ministry work pray through and come whether it's a job go early finish off your work madi vidichirikkirathu thoongi 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 traffic ilam kutam paran ellam kutam you have to work god chose fishermen not useless lazy people people who worked 
God said, if you don't work, don't eat. You have to do some work. God did not say, I will bless the work of your labor, laziness. He said, I will bless the work of your labor. Jesus worked for, God worked six days. Praise the Lord. We rest for six days, work for one day. Ah, one day is Sunday. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You can't be like everybody. You can't be like the world. There is something that God has entrusted you. And lastly, it's being sensitive to God's voice so that you can become all that God, God has created to be. Praise the Lord. Amen. Put it in your book. God will never ask you to do something you can't do. If you ask you to do something, He gives you the power to do it. John 9 and the 7th verse. John 9. There was a blind man. There was a blind man. John 9 and the 7th verse. And He said to him, Go wash in the pool of Siloam, which is translated sent. So you That's went. That's enough. Go wash. Small wash. It's simple obedience. Simple obedience. It is the act of obedience that release the fullness of God's power. Simple obedience led to his breakthrough. God touched him. Jesus touched him. But the miracle was activated through his obedience. Come on. Uh, did you get that? Did you get that? Did you get that? Obedience is not about what he said. It's about who said it. Ah, come on. Amen. Obedience is not about what he said. Before that, who said it? Did Jesus said it? Come on. Jesus said to wash it. Jesus said to be submitted to the husband. Jesus said, be nice to your wife. Jesus said, don't criticize your pastor. <laughs> Jesus said, don't make excuses for being lazy. Jesus said it. When you listen to his voice, miracles happen. Jesus said, don't marry an unbeliever. Jesus said, flee from sexual immorality. Jesus said, flee from idolatry. Not me, Jesus. It activates your miracles. Jesus said, I've put the mud. I've touched you. Now you obey. You obey. Grace to obey. When his touch comes, is the grace to obey. May God touch you this morning. Praise God. In a way that makes you obey. Because obedience activates the fullest of his miracle. Amen. Pastor, I don't want a miracle. Don't obey. Now what is the problem to obey? Hebrews 3, 12 and 30. What is stopping people from obeying? Hebrews 3, 12 to 30. Beware, brethren, lest there Beware, be, brethren, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief hmm. in departing from the living God. Hmm. But exhort one another daily while it is called today. While it is called today. Lest any of you be hardened. Any of you be hardened. Through the deceitfulness of sin. Through the deceitfulness of sin. Don't harden your hearts. If this is today, if it is today, don't be hardened. Praise the Lord. Obey quickly, instantly, fully, joyfully. Now man, God said, quit making excuse. Dip yourself seven times in that dirty water. After all, I'm a king, king. No, no, dip, dip, dip. Whoever you are, you have to obey. I'm a divorcee, you have to obey. I'm separated, you have to obey. Whoever you are, you have to obey. God will give you the grace to do it. I'm a single parent, you have to obey. I am married. You have to obey. I'm an unbeliever husband. You have to obey. I'm an unbelieving wife. You have to obey. I don't feel like obeying. You have to obey. Why? God gives you the grace. God gives you the grace. He gives you the grace. He gives you the grace. For your benefit. To release into your destiny. To your miracles. That's the reason. Hallelujah. It brings supernatural solutions to your life. When you do it wholeheartedly. Are you with me church? Can I take five more minutes? It's a preacher in America, when she was preaching, a man from Africa so loved this man of God, came all the way from Africa to see this man in America and this church and he was thrilled to see this man, it was like meeting the US president, so thrilled to see this anointed man of God, as his American pastor was speaking to this African man who came all the way, God said I want you to do something sir, son give your tie to him, give your tie when he looked at his tie was the most expensive tie he had. So as he's speaking to this preacher, he's battling. Maybe I will give that old tie that I was planning to give, you know. But you know, when the spirit tells you something, you know, that, it, I mean, you cannot have a tie on your neck with the Holy Spirit ask you to give off. You know, you can't have it. You'll feel the strife. If you're a really a man of God, sensitive to those, you cannot have it. Somehow he took this tie and gave it and said, son, this is a gift from me. This is a gift from me. He said, that man who got the tie went very cheerfully and I was very sad. 
but this is what has happened this african man was a minister of the gospel he went home into a poor land where god asked him to build a church or build a ministry he did not have one penny with him but what he did was when he saw this tie hope started rising because he said see this tie is from this man of god and his church is so beautiful so large so big thousands of people sit there and every time he sees this tie his faith would be stirred up he said just as you bless that man of god god will bless me god will bless me god will bless me ah yeah yeah god will bless me and few years later that african man built a huge church in that land and then he came back to america and he said it was this tie one tie ah yeah yeah one act of obedience one act of obedience can stir up a ministry in an unknown land glory wow wow, wow. grace to obey let's close our eyes in prayer